just opened so so much of opportunities and I feel that I actually um, have a, a little more um, clarity for what I wanted to do and when I wanted to go and where I was to go. So after that, I stayed for Um, tell us uh, your name and how old you are and where you're from. Of course, um, I'm Luana and I'm from Brazil. And right now I'm 28 years old until May. Right on, right on. So, um, when did you start traveling? Um, how did you get into World Packers? Did you start traveling before World Packers? Was, was World Packers your first uh, your first uh, voyage into traveling? So it's actually not. I started this traveling love I won't call it issue but I I do love travel traveling so I started with 19 years old I I came to Michigan as an au pair and then I stayed for two years and a half after that I chose to stay here and just go to school because that was my main goal and of course along with the au pair years just um open it opened up my mind about all of the traveling because i started to do it and uh, when i was in brazil i didn't have that much opportunity and here i feel that this um that it was just a, a, like some dust on the fan it just opened so so much of opportunities and I feel that I actually um, have a, a little more um, clarity for what I wanted to do and when I wanted to go and where I wanted to go. So after that, I stayed here. Right now, I'm here for nine years. And uh, actually, I went to, to WordPack. I use it, you know, WordPackers when it was two years ago so two years ago i went to spain and it was just because i love languages and i love to learn the languages and i feel for me to improve a language i have to leave the culture i have to speak with them you know so i decided to do this volunteer job um, with wordpackers and i found out about wordpackers because i had a friend who actually um, was into traveling and he also um, used wordpackers so he gave me great ref references, and that's why World Packers. So um, what did you end up doing um, for World Packers over in Spain? So I went there to teach English. You might not seem like because I'm no, just... No, no, I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. But yeah, I went there to teach English. Um, I taught English for two... Yeah, for three kids and two adults. So the parents, they... They knew English. They were doctors. They are doctors. And they actually, they know English very well. The mom speaks, what? I think she speaks Italian, French, a lot of languages. So we had a lot in common. The kids, they were adorable. So it was pretty much a volunteering au pair job in Spain. And 
there I was able to travel more, of course, because I couldn't stop there. Where um where out in Spain was this um teaching English uh all pair gig? So it was in Murcia. Murcia, and where's that at? Is that close to Barcelona, Barcelona, Madrid? No, it's south. It's co- close to Valencia. Okay. Was I, what was the experience there like? Oh, it was amazing. It's very different because. I always say I'm a city girl, so I love places with building city, and uh, there was a th- was very different. I felt that the people they were closer to my culture, which they are warm, you know, they they are very physical. They hug, say hi, and that's what I am used to. And here in the United States, it's not like this, you know, like they they are a little bit more conservative about you know their space which took me a while to learn here it depends but even that though that depends on where you're at um you know i don't know what it's like to live up in michigan but like i know what it's like to be in the south and if someone knows you like they'll they're not afraid to like get in there and and hug you pretty pretty tight so i mean that just shows like how important like travel is and experiencing all these different types of stuff because i can i can totally um understand what you're saying i never thought i would be a city person and then throughout my travels, I ended up in New York City for, you know, three or four months. And, you know, now it's like one of my favorite places, New York City, Jersey City, which is right on the outside. You know, and if you had told me 10 years ago that that would be a true fact of myself, I'd be like, no, you're crazy. You know, I don't like too big a cities. I don't like too many people. So it, it's such a great way to, like, open yourself up to, like, dipping your toes into living somewhere that you probably wouldn't give a try, you know? Yeah. Yes. My host mom here in the United States, she loved me. She was all about hugs and kisses. So I think that's why we got along because she just welcomed me so, so warmly. So it, it was pretty cool. So you are right. Um, it's basically about a, um, where you were. But yeah, so um, I was in Murcia. Um, I really liked there. And I do intend to go back to visit the, the, the family that I was with because we, you know, we keep in touch. It was a very great bond, actually. Not just good. It was a great bond that we had there. They took me to um, hikes, to places. I hiked into a volcano. I do not remember the name, but it was an old volcano. It was amazing because I do not like hikes. And that was, a, you know, it changed a lot of things for me because I thought I couldn't do it was hot and then I was like no I can do it and I had a great time one because it was something out of my zone and two because I did not have my phone because I didn't get any lines there because I was like no I'm going to go there and get into my survival mode um, and learn their languages and learn the streets and know how they communicate and that was amazing actually I think that was another one of my great choices I I like that because I did the same thing. I did something very similar where like I didn't have the internet service that I would have, you know, everywhere. And then luckily for me at the hostel that I was working at first, um, you know, they had they were very they're very big on that on ha- not having internet in or having it in a space where you have to walk away from the main part. So because you know they serve um, you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. It's out in the jungle, so they see you know they know everybody's going to go to the communal area, and they're like, we don't want to be serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then seeing people idly stare at their phones while they eat these meals. We want people to interact. You know, you come to this yeah. jungle, you get away. We want to see people talking and everything. So I thought that, that was such a great, great aspect of where I was at. And then that kind of continued throughout my travels. 
and it brings that sort of um, boredom and time for self-reflection or the ability to immerse completely into a moment, um, you know, while you're out traveling. So I would highly recommend people do something similar, you know, have enough to where, you know, you're safe and you can make sure you can get, you know, contacts wherever, but don't be afraid to like leave your phone for a day or for like, if you get to a place and you're like, all right, cool, I'm gonna stay here, put it away, like, you know, turn it off for a couple of days, you know? Yes, yes. I, I was there without my phone for hours. I would just get my phone when I was in the house because of the internet. Um, I think one day I did pay for internet. It was when I was traveling by train from, was by bus, I believe. And even though they have Wi-Fi, but it was, I think I went, I went to Madrid and then from my, yes, Madrid to Barcelona. And I was by myself, so I was like, I think in this case, I do need it just so I can, you know, go to the right place. Yeah, yeah. Barcelona's but, nice. I, I haven't been to Mar Mar uh, Madrid yet, but Barcelona is lovely. Barcelona, I don't know. I think Barcelona has a very big piece in my heart. I really love Barcelona. I stayed in a hostel. That's my first time staying in a hostel was in Barcelona. And that was amazing. And... Right now, you know, I started dating. I came back to the United States and things changed. I started dating. But if I didn't, I would still go back to Barcelona. I would use um, word packers again and uh, um, go to Barcelona. But I would work in a, in a hostel this time because I met so many people. That was amazing, you know, and I still talk to them. Some people are became very close, actually. You said you kind of left a, a piece of yourself in Bar Barcelona. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yes. Um, again, Barcelona, for me, was a city, you know, and it's just the arch architecture of Barcelona, um, the buildings and the people walking. And again, people were so friendly. And the food, <laughs> for me, I love food. And the food was amazing. I remember I went to this um, restaurant and they had... Um, the Valencia orange. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this orange, but it, for me, orange juice must be Valencia orange after I drink that juice. And, you know, like every every step that I gave in Barcelona, I was like, I think I want to move to Barcelona. I, I want to come back to Barcelona. It's just, I, like I said, it's everything. I, I don't know how to explain because that, that, just thinking about it, I feel like I am in Barcelona right now and walking, you know, I had to go there to even to a year or something like this because I had to fly back to the States and to us during COVID um, to get a PCR. And I loved it. I was like, okay, I would do it because that was amazing. Everything. Um, I, I don't I don't have any more words, but it no, was... No, I know exactly what you're yeah. saying. Like, Because like, that's like how New York City is for me. Like you're saying, like you, you're just talking about it. You kind of feel like you're on the streets and you yeah. can kind of feel the air and everything. It's Yes. Oh my God, yeah. I know. You got me tearing up over here wanting to like get back out. But like, why not? Why not move to Barcelona, you know? Uh, you know, like going back to what we were talking about, it gives you an opportunity to like hop in all these different places and see like, see what it's like to be like, okay, you know, maybe I would like to live here. And then, you know, maybe I like to think too that these opportunities, um, you know, provide you the courage to be like, oh, I can do this. I can go here and live here because you're already doing something that's such a, you know, abstract thing for so many people that you know there's not it's not that big of a step from what you've already been doing you know? yeah and what i loved about it, um especially i think my experience of hostel is very was very important for me because 
I was always, I am scared of staying in a hostel by myself. And when I stay there, I'm like, why am I scared? People were just so, um, they, they were so talkative, you know, um, the person in the next bed, um, just engaged with me. Hey, where are you from? Um, why are you here? And then, um, the person, yes, I live in New York. I went to Nashville. I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. You know, like we can meet there. Um, I haven't seen any people from there, but, um, um, but I totally would. I totally would. Uh, can you, can you, you talked a lot about relationships from, you know, your host mom and then just the friends that you met in the hostels. Can you talk to, can you talk more about the relationships that you formed and, you know, how they got kind of so deep so fast? Yes. So I used to go to a gym here in um, United States and then I found out that they had the same one in Murcia. So I picked, that was one of the reasons I picked Murcia also. So there I met the coach and she said, Hey, do you want to come out with us? And I was like, yes, of course. So I went out with them after the, after the gym. Yes. And then she, they called me like they, every weekend they were asking me to go out to the, um, with them to the beach, which was amazing because I didn't have a car. So they were, you know, very, um, it was very helpful to get to know new places with them. But she, um, she was she, she was amazing. She actually, um, we still talk. She wants to come and visit me and go to New York and goes. She wants to go to Florida too. But uh, I created a very great bond with her because we had a lot in common, just like the gym. We love the gym that we went. And then she spoke English. And for me, one of the um, challenges stuff was going to the gym and listening to the coach um, tell the exercise in Spanish. I speak Portuguese, so I understand a lot of Spanish, but that was, that was, that was funny for me actually, because, um, they, they, they tried their hard to make me feel comfortable and to understand what I was doing. Um, so that for me, I just, you know, I saw how welcoming, welcoming she was and how she wants me. She wanted me to understand and be part of her, her friends and the gym. Um, in, I don't know. It just clicked. It just made us, you know, like my best friend in Murcia. So you were kind of talking about the challenges of, of going through those workouts and, and kind of overcoming the language barrier a little bit. What other challenges do you think you've, you faced across your, your travels, both from the all pair and world packers and in between? Okay. I feel the challenges. Okay. I, I didn't think about the challenges because for me, I, I think challenges as a lesson, you know, so I, I made them easy to overcome, to, to forget them, but I feel that, okay, I put myself into challenges, especially when I go to, to, um, new places. So my challenges were, okay, I have to go to the grocery store and I have to get this and this and this, and I would not say one word in Portuguese or in English. So I forced myself and people would not, would not understand me. You know, if I said, um, salary I would live there with potato or something like this until I realized you know that was the right word but um that was a challenge I would go to restaurants by myself and just sit by myself and I would purposely people watch and I know that might be not no. good because people would just say hey you're staring at me but people would just come hey um I noticed you watch me is everything okay I'm like yeah I'm just here you know 
um, in, in this adventure and I would love to meet people. And um, yeah, and then I met this therapist actually in Spain that I was following. Um, I am an HR here and I love, the, um, I love psychology. And in the hostel, um, someone was reading a book and they left on the bed. On bed and I was like, um, who is reading this book? And the person was like, oh, I am. And okay, long, um, long story short, the person knew one of, one of, um, one of the, the therapists that I really like. So he knew he went to college with him or something like this. And I was like, unbelievable, unbelievable. Some things you just have to do, you know? So it, all it, it took was me to ask, like, who books does it belong? So those are the little challenges that I put myself into, like just doing this small stuff. When it sounds like that you don't even phrase it as challenges, you sound like you're the type of person that phrases it as like, this is my opportunity to do that. Those are little victories that it's like, you know, wherever you're at, even if it's, you're just learning that one phrase, you're not even trying to conquer that language, you know, um, you know, wholly. You're just going to like, I want to go to Thailand and I want to go and order a pad thai and a beer completely in Thai and be like, that's my victory for, you know, this, this week, or like you said, you're like, you know, some I've had people that come on and they say like, that's their entire goal for travels, like go and I'm going to immerse myself and just do nothing, come out of it, knowing, you know, being near fluent in this language. And I've had people that are like, I just, I love that I can go to a restaurant and I can know a couple words to say and like put a smile on the people's face. So that's, that's really cool. I like the way that you, you kind of look, look at those. Um, I know for me, I changed a lot over my travels. Um, do you notice? Did you notice any kind of changes in yourself? Um, I feel that every time when I travel, I come back with a opener. Like um, my mind is way more, you know, expanded. So, which makes me more interested to do something, you know, like to go a little further, you know, like to give a little step, like that mo one more step. So. I feel for me, what it changed is that it, it didn't change because I am like this person that it, for me, everything's possible. So I went there and it just gives me more hope. I think I, I come back feeling, you know, hopeful. You know, I, I just think like, yes, I can go to that place and now I can go to France and just, you know, order a croissant and then... Um, I just feel like maybe brave, more brave. That would be more, more of the type of the word I'm trying to use. So there's a, there's actually a phrase that you said earlier on, um, that it kind of made you clear on what you want to do after, uh, like that you're a little bit more clear on what you want to do. Can you expand on that? Yes. Um, there you go. I think that's actually a great opportunity. Um, a great question. So when I came back, I was like, I think I really wanted to help people for the rest of my life because I don't know, you know, like why, why they chose to have an au pair, like volunteer, a person who volunteers instead of putting their kids on a, a private school that is, you know, that uh, teaches English. So, and I was like, I can help. And what a, was very interesting to me was they would ask me for advices about their kids and they knew me only for three months and I was like oh wow you know like they really trust me so when I came back I was like maybe that's my gift I can't go and just help people you know so 
I think like now when I came back, I was like, maybe it's my time to go to Africa. You know, I can't help people in Africa right now. Or I can just go back to Spain and keep, teach, keep teaching English. I can do so many things um, just with this eager of helping people. But yeah, it's not, I, I had to stay, you know. I can still do it. I won't lie. There's nothing that holds me, but... Well, I mean, even with World Packers, they have stuff that you, you know, you yes. can go for like a week or two and be like, hey, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to hop back in as I can. You know, yeah. so that's a that's always a that's always a great thing about the uh, the platform. Um, yeah. So before we leave, can you give any um, advice to some you know would be world packers or even some people that are out there that um, you know maybe are looking for different experiences? Yes, I my advice is um, for everyone to give their first step. It all all that it takes is the first step and to enjoy, you know, to keep their um, presence. At, and to keep going because I know people can think that there will be a lot of challenges, which is which it's true. And as you said, I see as opportunities and taking those challenges as um, positive um, positive feedbacks to their lives. So I th that's what I, I think. That's what I would you know. I keep telling my people you should just travel. You know, just keep your mind on traveling, and because I think traveling just brings a lot. Um, a lot of knowledge meant to people.